Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Sir Esther. I'm Black Apino J. I'm B Scripps. And we're the Unintelligent Graduates. And we have a special guest in the building. We got Drew in the building, one of Nashville natives. And he's the owner of Throwback Thursdays, right? Correct. That's correct. Okay. His own owner. On his own store in Antioch. Hell yeah. So make sure you show him the love. Go out there and check him out. Got a lot of throwback jerseys, a lot of throwbacks, everything people love to see and love to wear. So Custom gear, too. Huh? And custom gear, too. Hey, you got them Titan Super Bowl jerseys? (laughs) (laughs) He up at clowning, bro. I got the 1999 Super Bowl t-shirts. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about the Eagles, though? Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Hey. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about how everybody's week been. Go ahead and start <laughs> off scripts. How was your week been, man? Hey, man, my week's been good, man. I made a TikTok. My stuff blowing up already, bro. I got like 80 followers pretty much like in a week. Like I had like 12 before I made this Thanos video on here. It's pretty funny. And all of a sudden I got 80 something. Okay. The, the, okay the first, so the, fir- the first 12 was like friends and family. You yeah. Know. Yeah, Jay and stuff, then all of a sudden, boom, man, I make this one video, everybody can I got like 680 likes. That's what's up. Mm. So, I mean, so I'm besides that, you know, gonna you know, I'm tr- trying to lose some weight still. Keyword trying because I'm failing. You know, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but is, is, but, is, that, is that why we you, you only got an A like the camera's only aimed like man, from your head up, I mean, like shoulders up. Got, yeah, you got too much man titties, bro. Like my buddy David saw that video. He said, "Damn, Brandon looked like Brandon ain't Brandon." I said, "Damn, cuz." I said, "What?" I said, "Shit." Hey, I got a question though. What about them Eagles' new coach, man? Hey, man, I like it. Uh, like I like it. it a lot. I like it a lot better than what's his name, McDaniel's. That's for sure. I did um, not want our team to get McDaniel. Damn. Why you think he would renege on y'all? I don't. Hey, man. I, exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want him to sign a contract and back out of it, just like Belichick did with the Jets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck yeah, all yeah. that. But anyway, how y'all week been? How your week been, Black? Man, it's, it's straight. Um, I, I finally was able to get an Xbox One X. So I'll be picking that up soon. Um, no bots. I had to worry about all that fucking crazy shit like the first go round. So. Hey man, you where you picking off? it up at, though? I, I, ain't saying, I, ain't, I ain't saying none of that shit. That's oh, classified. <laughs> nah, no, you ain't going to say what website, Walmart. I went, I went to um, localretailstore.com. <laughs> yeah, kind of, um, I, I, I had a, a, a fucking a tweet alert. Um, <clears throat> oh, was that serious? Hell yeah, it was that serious, bro. It is, man. I get you know, you know I'm, I'm on them games like that. And, What's um, your first game? My first what ever played? No, nah, man, your first game that you got for the system. <laughs> no, nah, that Assassin's Creed. I was like, damn, I didn't think we was doing autobiography today, motherfucker. He's got Cyberpunk um, for it too now because you can upgrade it, right? Bro, I haven't even touched Cyberpunk in about like fucking three weeks because that's just so damn buggy. Mm. I'm, I'm waiting for them to fix that shit and then I'll get back on that motherfucker. But I got Assassin's Creed to come with it with his new okay, Xbox. Okay, okay. That's right. But uh, other than that, that's that, that's it right there, bro. Okay, okay. What about well, you, homie? Mine's been good. I've I've been working like crazy. 
And I've watched 1917, and that movie's worth it. It deserves 1917. It was a great movie. Yeah, it was a great it? movie uh, over World War One about like dudes supposed to go save his brother or the army from running into an ambush or being trapped. Yeah, he's supposed to say oh, that. Oh, he's he's yeah. a messenger. Yeah, it's a Chris oh, Nolan. It's, okay. it's a Chris Nolan film too. Is it's it really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's worth it. Yeah, okay. it's really good. I mean, because so it's, far you was describing fucking Saving Private Ryan for a little bit. <laughs> well, it's similar to Saving Private Ryan, but you know, Saving Private Ryan was World War Two. Yeah. This is World War One. Okay. And then it's more detailed because this was like the first war with like chemical warfare. Mm-hmm. So like they had like puddles of like just dead bodies just laying in there. Like dead bodies was like everywhere during the movie. Like. You didn't see that during Saving Private Ryan like that. Nah. But on like this movie, it's everywhere. So you yeah. you, you speaking on new movies, bro? I, I actually um before One Night we started, Miami, yeah, I saw that too. I, yeah, it's good. One Night Miami dope. was dope, bro. Yeah, I like. I told shit. y'all it was good. Like, I, I it, it looks so good that you, it makes you feel like it's a true story. I thought it was though. It, it based on a- it's not based off a true story. Like all of them was friends, but it wasn't. I don't believe it was based off a true story. It was uh, just Regina King's mindset because she was like the director. Mm-hmm. It was like her mindset of having Muhammad Ali, uh, Malcolm Brown. X, yeah, Pretty Sam Cooke, and Jim thought, Brown yeah, in the was, same room. Well, I mean, either way, it, it, that shit was a good ass movie, bro. So. I liked it. Yeah. It was real. It was real good. Because uh, Muhammad Ali, he never, um, Malcolm X never left the, never left uh, Islam. Well, not Islam. No, he left the nation. the nation of Islam, but he never stopped being a Muslim. Yeah. He left the nation, but it wasn't before, like, Muhammad Ali, like, came and all. It's it's a lot of stuff, but it was real. It's yeah, Hey, you check it out, Drew. Which one? Uh, one Night in Miami. It's on uh, no, Amazon Prime. I have not Prime. seen that yet. Okay. Yes, well, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing. It's gonna spoil it just in case. It's worth it. But let's. Um, how has your week been, Drew? Man, it's been. Uh, I got my kids back. You know what I'm saying. I told you my daughter had a uh, uh, COVID. Yeah. And uh, my boys, they've been they've been gone since last year, and uh, I finally got them back like Monday. Oh, word. So when I got it back, I've been trying to get them back in my schedule. And then, like, Monday morning or Tuesday, I think I got a call from the teacher, a text from the teacher saying, June, uh, Junebug, my oldest son, is behind. And, uh, you know, Uh-oh. I mean, I had to get on to him and, like, to his mom because, obviously, she wasn't doing her job when she had him. Yeah. And, mm. Man, you know, it's just it's just one of those things, man, just parenting and uh, yeah. getting back to parenting life because I've been, I've been on break since, you know what I'm saying, last year. On vacation, like, <laughs> but trying to get back to the parenting life and like, man, just back to the roll, uh, back to the ball and roll things, man. But uh, other than that, man, I mean, it's been good. Can't really complain, you know. I mean, even if I did complain, would nobody listen, anyways. Yeah, I, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> hey, they, like, um, there's one quote that says, "Man, why be mad at the world if the world never notices?" Yeah, yeah. So, um, y'all ready to get on to these topics? Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, let's start with these topics, and we're going to our interview in the second half. So, let's get on to Fat Joe and DJ Khaled, another one. Another one. Starting another an OnlyFans account. 
And the crazy thing about it is, it's not it's not gonna have any sexual or nothing about that. It's supposed to be them playing basketball game. What? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be an <laughs> online venture. I'm playing basketball. Yeah, it's supposed to be a replay of them playing basketball against each other. What? Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna make those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they posted on their Instagram and they're getting clowned like by everybody. I hope I hope as as one should as one should motherfucker. If you if every time I I see like um like on IG like you see the like the the IG models come up and they be like swipe up you can see blah blah blah. I'm like bitch I ain't going to OnlyFans whatever. If I see some shit like that in this fucking DJ Khaled bitch I'm about to throw my goddamn phone in the ocean. I want to see that shit. What the fuck? No. <laughs> well, OnlyFans is not only for sexual or Instagram models. Too late. It's also for like dumb, fitness, dumb, dumb online cooking. Fucked it up for everybody from in, in my eyes. That's, that's like, <laughs> I mean, what? Damn, Bella what Thorne. Are you using it for, anyways, though. Yeah. The, like the main other- thing is, I, I feel like main thing is just porn. Yeah, that's, that's much the what main it is. purpose. Yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't see like. Neil deGrasse Tyson doing the OnlyFans just to talk about astronomy, motherfucker. It's, it's all <laughs> ass and titties on that goddamn site, bro. That's, that's all. <laughs> I, I ain't never been. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't been on that shit. I just see that like, I'm a, like if if, oh, it, if it's a recommend a recommended like um post on Instagram and I fucked up by clicking that shit. Yeah. And I can't undo it. Now I get all this shit that I don't want to see. And I got my kids with me, and my daughter be like, Ooh, what is that? I'm like, oh shit, time to turn the app off. <laughs> I but, just look at it. Hey, well, why why look at OnlyFans when the hub is free? I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it's true. All right, yeah. I see you over there, dog. I mean, Man, just being real, <laughs> wink, dog. Wink. T- Twitter and TikTok. See, if I hear motherfuckers doing that shit on TikTok, bro, I'm. I only in, I only downloaded TikTok because there was they were threatening to to ban that shit. You know what I mean? They got some funny they they got some funny shit on TikTok. But and if then I hear my they Thanos do, video came out they're like if look, they doing, we can't ban that. Cause. I like self plug. You up there self plugging your damn TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug ass. <laughs> but if I if I start seeing motherfuckers are doing doing that kind of shit, like peddling ass on TikTok, bro, I'm gonna have to turn that shit off too, bro. That's true. Like 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 Sir said, that's what the hub's for. Is that what you said? The hub, man. Everybody nasty. know what the hub is. But they got the butt that busted challenge. I mean, that's pretty much like yo nasty man. Man, everybody looked at the hub before. Quit that, man. I'm a Christian. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm just honest with what I'm saying. I'm a God fearing man. I don't... It's true. <laughs> yo, that's how uh, I, said, I, was, I was saying that's true. I mean, oh. it's like. It's like the hub, man. You you sitting there looking at it, all of a sudden you just feel like bad about it. You know what I'm saying? You're like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, I, I mean, all right. So, all right, to get to get back on on the whole Fat Joe and and DJ DJ Khaled, would would y'all go to OnlyFans to see that kind of no, stuff? No, I don't go nah. to OnlyFans now. 
Skrill, so Skrill, Skrill's kind of quiet. I think Skrill's going to be the one. I wouldn't go to see oh, them I play a basketball I said I was going to make game. an OnlyFans. I mean, I, I, if I got titties, I might as well make one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to lose this weight. You know what I'm saying? Scribs OnlyFans. All right. You heard it here first. They're going to shut this shit down like parlor. <laughs> they also said it's like a behind the scenes of them hanging out in the studio. So... I mean, but you can do that shit on Instagram, bro. Yeah, you can do that. They, they, do they trying to get Patreon, paid for. man. Patreon. Hey, I don't knock anybody's hustle. By the way, we got our own Patreon. You know, it's, it's hey. how it works. You know, hey, <laughs> so plug. <laughs> I just feel like shout out to DJ Cal and Fat Joe. They they gonna get subscribers. Oh yeah, just they not will. gonna be me. Oh um, yeah, they gonna, they gonna get paid regardless. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just another stream of income and for for their real fanatic fans. Yeah. Is what they're doing it for. Which I Pretty mean, much. Khaled's a good dude. Khaled's, oh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a positive dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, yeah. like he's. I mean, you can't you can't knock the man because I mean he's always positive, happy. I mean, how can you be mad at somebody that's always like you the best, man? Like the keys. And it, 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 it is true. It's like that's like hating on Ned Flanders or something. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Like hating like, on Alex Trebek. Like, mother, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah. I, you know, I, I totally forgot, like, the whole, He's he always does, like, the motivational yeah. um, posts and shit. So, yeah, all right. I'm not going to be able to follow that shit, but. Another one. It's good. Hey. It's all good. So, let's get on to our next topic. Let's get on to uh, the Mega Millions. Basically, a person in Michigan won the $1 billion jackpot. And that's the second largest total ever. And if they take a cash out, it'll be $739.6 million. And the numbers was 4, 26, 42, 50, 60. And the Mega Ball number is 24. So congrats. And uh, Scribs, is that somebody in your family? I really hope it is. Because, look, I need dollars, dollars, dollars. That's all I need. (laughs) Hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, I, I'm thinking about it, man. Like, dude, Eminem's only worth like $230 million, his net worth. And now this person about to have three times that amount given to him in, in, in the same city. You know what I'm no saying? Skills. Mm-hmm. No skills. No so, skills. So who who all bought a ticket, though? I, I ain't gonna lie. I let everybody talk me into buying one. I tried to buy one. I, I, I got Willy Wonka out of one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got Willie Walker. They're like you're too late, too late. They've all been bought up. You can't buy. You can't buy them after. But a what time, time did you try to go, dude? It was like ten o'clock here because wow. the time's at eleven something. So I'm wow, like, I went man. to three different places trying to just get one ticket. You know what I'm saying? I found out you can buy tickets on debit cards now. I didn't know when. Oh, for real? Happened. For real? Yeah, at least here in Texas you can. Like they're That's, like that sounds hey. that sound like a Texas thing because. Yeah, as long as I can remember, it's always you always had to pay cash and shit. Dude, like, COVID's bad yeah. down here. They want they want they don't want to be handling money down here at all, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? They they even had a gas station yesterday all taped off, and they had some cleaning guy there. You know what I'm saying? I drove by it. I thought somebody got shot. And I looked. It said environmental cleaning. It said, <laughs> I said, damn! I thought somebody got shot down at the gas station again. Where I'm at, you know? I was like, shit. But nope, they were cleaning it, deep clean. Now, there's a Walmart down here. It's closed till Sunday for deep cleaning. Mm. So, so in, in Detroit, well, in Michigan, I say, 
Do they have to? Do, can they go anonymous or do they have to? I um, don't believe so. I think they have to stay who they win, so they they can. I, I think text if I'm not mistaken, they, I know Tennessee. They cannot be anonymous. No, nah, in Tennessee you cannot be anonymous. Yeah. But so if, the if I'm reading in Tennessee, here, man, good good luck on that shit. No, in my family, if they won, they ain't gonna say a damn thing to me. If <laughs> if anybody has any common sense, they wouldn't say anything. Exactly. Keep that shit on the on the low. They're going to make me shit. think everybody broke and have me helping them. That's how it's going to work. Shit, my dad had called me. <laughs> my dad called me and was, uh, like, he, like first thing he was asking was, like, uh, how you doing? How's the babies doing? And then the second question was, you playing Mega Millions? I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, if, if, you, if you do it, and then and if that, that's more of us to get, get it, and then one of us win, we all win. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, trying to team up. Any old friends play Mega Millions? Yeah. Look, we'll all team up together. Look, we'll, we'll all chip in five dollars. Y'all haven't did anything like that at work, anything or at y'all I've, jobs where people try I've to done like it put a all... couple times when um before before I started working with you guys um um at the plant, I I, I used to put in like the little pots or whatever, like mm-hmm. the five dollars here or whatever. But then nobody's going to win. I mean, the chances of you winning that shit, <laughs> you you have a better chance of getting hit by a goddamn airplane than fucking winning the goddamn lotto. But, hey, Drew, you watch The Office? Do I watch The Office, man? Occasionally, I, I did not get to finish my. I didn't get to finish it though. Uh, I mean, there's an episode where the warehouse guys win the lottery, and Craig Robinson's character forgot to play it with him that time. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's a real, <laughs> it's a real that. funny episode because Craig Robinson's like, damn, cuz. Like, <laughs> he's like, I was one of you. He's like, no, y'all, you in the office now. You ain't one of us. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to live for that. That was a really funny episode. I always think about that situation happening to somebody. No, that, that, that shit did happen. That, that shit happened in... Um, it was a Powerball lottery in, in Georgia. And then uh, they did an office pool. And then the lady who took it, who who bought the tickets, she claimed she bought the tickets for from the pot, but then she bought an extra ticket for herself. And she's claiming that extra ticket she bought for herself was the one that won. Oh, my. And man. that caused a whole, a whole bunch of shit. So I'm like, after when I heard that story, I was like, yeah, I definitely don't want to do that shit. No. <laughs> well, they would have that. They'd have to prove that, right? Because if you bought a whole group of tickets, they'd all be yeah. there at once. And if they you bought have, a single one, it would be by itself. Well, the thing, the thing about that is, like, when you play, because I played in the pot at work before, mm-hmm. and everybody's supposed to like take a picture of all the tickets and send it out to everybody. Yeah. And let's say if that person didn't get a picture, they just missed out on all that money. And that I think that's probably what that group probably fucked up at. They didn't take a picture of the tickets and shit. Mm-hmm. Either no, way, that late. Either way, that lady should be sharing that damn money. Shame on her. That's what yeah. I gotta say about that. Yeah. Hey, so. but but if let's say if us four went to go buy a ticket and it won, look, man, we, it would have to be if we're gonna go spend a, a substantial amount of money on some tickets. We do. We write the damn contract so nobody gets screwed over. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just business. I mean, one person could take off with that. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever had, whoever went to go get them tickets has them tickets mm-hmm. physically in their hand. Duke could just disappear, 
or whoever it is could just disappear with the name. I mean, possibly. I don't well, know. In Tennessee, in Tennessee, you cannot be anonymous, but there's been like I've been reading up on there's plenty of lawsuits of people that's like suing because they have like pictures or uh texts in their phone to where they was conversating with the individual. It's so it's it's so I bet you the person in Detroit right now is just like little Bow Wow from that movie Lottery Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Left the bus for Jesus. I forgot about that damn movie. <laughs> the Bow wow movie. Jesus gonna be driving the bus, Mama. He ain't got no <laughs> license. <laughs> that part kills me every time, bro. That part is so funny. But then, dude, like he's got to be freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he like, nervous. I, he's shaking like booty meat right now, bro. Unless he on the rich side of Detroit, million dollars. It says a suburb, suburban side. It's like a city yeah. called Novi. Novi, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, shout out to that individual, man. Uh, could be shout out to his security one of your family members. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would, y'all would not hear from me, man. If I if I hit, the, I would just disappear, man. Facebook gone. <laughs> he pull a Tupac. Man, yeah. I, <laughs> he pull, he pull. I, I, I'll probably come from the Caribbean somewhere. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, just dropping in and say hi. And here's, you know what I'm saying? Here's my new piece of land. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. No, no. We spotted Drew in Puerto Rico the other day. (laughs) (laughs) No way. (laughs) Now let's. uh, Y'all ready to get on these politics? Y'all ready to get on um, Trump tater pardon all these individuals? One hundred and twenty individuals, and um, it had Dwayne Michael Carter on there, Little Wayne, and it has Kodak Black. But everybody was wondering why Tiger King is not on there. Because Tiger King bought a limo. He had a spa treatment <laughs> waiting on him. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did, too. He, he yeah, had a homeless limo right. waiting on his ass. Yeah, he's down right. there with scripts. He's he down there at Fort Worth, man. Hey, bro. I mean, you know why he didn't know? Carol fucking Baskins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, he said the reason because he's too innocent and too gay. What? <laughs> hey, that, hey, last episode we were talking about how white people was dry snitching on each other. That whole goddamn Tiger King was a goddamn, it was all snitching. Yeah, it really the whole, was. The whole goddamn season was him snitching on his goddamn self. So, bro, that <laughs> innocent my ass. He said he's too bro. innocent and too gay. What he is said, he in prison for, man? I never actually watched it. Yeah, I never watched get, it. Get the hell out the show. Go, go, go! Watch I never it. watched it, man. I've, I've had other stuff I had to watch. I never even saw abused, Bird Box. He was abusing animals. He put Bruh. a head out on Carol Baskin. Yeah, he, he he's in jail. Yeah, he tried to put the head out on Carol Baskin. Man, that, that bitch killed her own husband, husband and then her second husband, husband too. too. So like, what the fuck is that? Well, Wayne came out with a song called "Ain't Got Time." I ain't gonna lie. It's hard, but uh, would you would you you'll take a picture to get out of jail? Um, with Trump, yeah, yeah, with Trump Tater, yeah. If I was facing some time, they're like, hey, you, you, hey, you're either gonna do some, do like five to twenty, or you take a picture with Trump sweaty ass. I'll probably take that picture, dog. Crazy thing about it, I everybody talks too. so bad about Lil Wayne, but he had a plan the whole time. Bro, your street your street cred out, is out the out the window, bro. This is, <laughs> I don't it's, know if his street cred is out the street window. Street cred out the window. I don't know, man. He is Lil Wayne, though. And what? So what? What was Kodak Black in there for? Was it was it weapon charges as well? 
It was like weapons charges. I can't remember what code. All I know is Little Pump missed his opportunity to really fuck up. That's all I know. Yeah, no, he, you know what? Little Pump is probably the on the pardon. He probably do got a pardon, but he, he wrote that shit he as Little Pimp. He was going to get elected. He's like, I'm going to have another four years to fuck up. That's what I'm going <laughs> to yeah, he, <fell laughs> yeah, he fell off the map, man. Like, I don't know. Oh, man. That Kanye song he did in the fucking SNL music video weird shit, I think he's kind of falling off after all that. Was, the shit was weird. Bro, when I saw one... I actually lost a little respect when I saw Lil Wayne take that picture, and he was wearing that like that fucking Carlton sweater looking shit. It's <laughs> true, though. I was like, uh, no. And then Lil Pump was doing the shit with the oversized fucking MAGA hat, and then fucking Trump couldn't even call him by his by his actual like his his actual stage name. He called it fool Lil Pimp. Yeah. And then yeah. Did, his little, did his <laughs> little Macho pimp. Man hands while he was saying this shit. I said, dude, both y'all both y'all motherfuckers failed in life for real. Yeah, so um, basically Trump, he's selling he's selling pardons like hotcakes. Man, he's getting everybody out of jail. Hey, man, he didn't pardon anybody in his own family though. So. I, you know what? They there was reports that um, he was going to, and he was going to pardon himself. But um, the White House counsel was and his aides were saying, "Don't do it because he got you know he's he got the impeachment trial coming up, and all that's just going to look bad if he did it." So they, that's why he didn't do it. But motherfucker Trump handing out the goddamn pardons like he the Oprah crime hey, and shit. I guarantee you right now. He's banning. He's banning straight stole money from his own people and he pardoned this man. I guarantee you Trump was in on that. He oh, yeah. stole Most money definitely. from Trump supporters. Trump freaking. He didn't pardon nobody in the riots. Nah, Buffalo, the Buffalo soldier dude, he wanted to be pardoned. But I don't think he's he, he going to be getting that organic meat. He gonna be getting <laughs> that nut juice drained daily. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that vitamin D. Hey. <laughs> well, hey, while Trump's doing these parts, man, uh Biden, he's already setting executive orders, man, signing them like crazy, dog. And a couple yeah, of examples of what he did was he preserved and fortified the DACA, basically, which helps Mexicans. And he's requiring right, the what? The DACA. 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 Oh, DACA. My bad. My bad. DACA, you'll pay for that. I thought it was like DACA. DACA my bad. Like, my bad. And then uh, he requiring masks and distancing on all federal property and by federal workers. He reversed the travel ban. He stopped con- the construction of the border wall. He re-engaged with the World Health Organization. And he rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement. He did. Uh, he killed the pipelines, too, when you got all these people, like, mad that he just canceled out, like, 50,000 jobs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, that Keystone. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, I mean, it was on Indian, Indian sacred grounds. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it didn't yeah. belong. It, it belonged to the Indians, the yeah, natives. Exactly, and that's what, that's why I thought they weren't going to do it because I, I remember Ob- like Obama, they they were trying to do it. Obama said no, they would, and then fucking Trump let that shit go. But Trump a businessman and stuff. But I mean, he probably had his hands tied in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's gonna get he's gonna get some kind of cut out of it. Come on, I mean, he wouldn't done it for no reason. 
Exactly. True. I mean, real talk. I feel like that's why why Trump did any kind of business is that he had some kind of cut in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also, if you have any student loans, he's extending that. He's asking the education department to extend student loans. Oh, word. Well, that, that's yeah. that's one for me. That helps me out. So he's so pretty much he he Joe Biden walked around with a goddamn infinity gauntlet and reversed that shit. Well. <laughs> Basically, you know, Trump, Trump, Trump was the I am inevitable. Hey, Trump started it, and Biden is just adding on to it, man. When you start some, best believe you're not. It's not gonna be finished. At least that fucking wall that that Mexico <laughs> ain't paying for is gonna just to stop. Building. Clearly, walls don't keep anybody out. They got a wall around the motherfucking capital. They couldn't even keep out white people. They're the laziest group of <laughs> motherfuckers I ever met. <laughs> these, these white people were climbing all sorts of fences, bro. Like, I mean, shit. That was like, yeah, no motherfucker looked like they was on Assassin's Creed. Exactly. Yeah. Wall, bro. <laughs> if they said that wall was unclimbable, then Susie showed me a video of two Hispanic guys climbing with a rope ladder. Like, <laughs> I was hey, like, you see that one? You see that one video where they was a. Uh, they was working on the wall, and then dude, like he, he just came like coming down off a rope, and then took off running. And everybody was sitting there looking at him like, dude struck out. It was it was a funny ass video, man. I know, dude. Like that shit wasn't stopping. Boy, found a rope. He's like, I'm out, bitch. They're Mexicans, not Mexicans. Don't figure it out. Hey, they do a lot, man. But um. I guess we are at our 30-minute mark, and in our second half, let's go ahead with this interview with Drew, so we ask him everything break. about himself and his business and everything. Uh, so let's take a quick break, and we'll be back after these moments. And we're back. Oh, damn, y'all waiting for Oh, well, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get to our uh, interview questions with Drew. <laughs> I go ahead and start us off, Black. All right, hey, um, Andrew, um, you you've been you've been you've been in this in this game for a while, um, because I remember like you was like you was selling like stuff like out of your, practically out of your trunk and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, so tell us a, a, about a, a bit about like your your store and, and stuff that you do and stuff. Um, my store is called Throwback Thursday. It's actually located at uh 2217 Murfreesboro Pike in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, right behind a Jack in the Box across the street from Nashville Village. But uh, my store is pretty much just like pertaining to uh 80s and 90s apparel, like just stuff we grew up on. I mean, like old school starter jackets, you know what I'm saying? The pullovers, the from the splash snapbacks, the shark tooth snapbacks, like just anything you can think of that was just related to your childhood. I mean, you name it, I probably got it. You know what I'm saying? Reebok pumps back in the day. Oh yeah, Reebok pumps was thing, man. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, D Browns. Oh yeah. But we got. I mean, we got chalk line jackets, Fanimation jackets. Um, I mean, we carry sneakers too. I mean, that's actually how I started off was just like rebuying, reselling sneakers, mm-hmm. and. It, once I had my oldest son, Junebug, which was like ten years ago, um, money got tight. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't, I couldn't buy sneakers or collect sneakers like that because 
I had a son to take care of. Yeah. So I had to do something for my habit, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know what I'm saying? Like thrifting. So I started picking and uh, just started finding cool things, man. It started off like, I think the first piece I picked up was actually an MJ jersey. Okay. Or I paid, uh, I paid two ninety nine for it. What, $2.99 for it at the thrift store. And like, I just started coming across a whole bunch more. And then a couple, like, I just started accumulating just so much stuff, man. And then eventually, like, I had a show out in Memphis. One of my buddies threw a show, a sneaker event. So we went down there. I took my clothes to go sell and realized, like, how much money I made just off the clothes. Like, like, uh, Profit-wise, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, from what I spent to what I made, I mean, it. I made like three times my profit, you know, so it was, I, I knew that I was like, I'm in the wrong business. I don't want to be in the shoe business. You know, yeah. I've been selling shoes since I was them, hell, back at Hickory Hollow Mall at Journeys. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I just started off, man, just, just picking, man, just going to the thrift stores and uh, eventually it just doing all these shows. And uh, me and my partner, eventually, like a couple years down the road, we actually went to uh, went to go look for a truck, and then we gutted the truck out. It, it was a bread truck, and uh, I gutted we gutted it out and uh, laid floors in it, put the walls, uh, hung racks, and then we just started popping up everywhere out of Nashville and uh, started doing clientele's that way and uh, just getting the word of mouth, you know, still not pushing it as hard as I wanted to. Yeah. But just staying just where people actually see, like, okay, like this guy is always posted here. And which where I usually posted the truck was is over there by uh you know Murfreesboro where they built the new Thorntons by yeah. Publix. Yeah. I need to mm-hmm. park right there where the barbecue guys Yeah, was, the barbecue man. people, yeah, yeah. And then they, they they bought that property and they ran me off. So I took I took a chill, I took a break for like about a year or two, and then finally it just an opportunity presented itself in, uh, here in Antioch. So I just took a leap of faith and uh, just opened up my shop, you know, and it's been almost a two-year mark. Father's Father's Day of this year, I think it's like June 16th, I'm guessing. Yeah. But uh, it'll be my two-year mark. That's what's up, bro. Congratulations. Two years is good, man. Backstory between me and Drew. Like me, I know Drew from high school. We went. To, we, uh, we had we had an art class together, but every time I seen this dude, he was always he, he always fitted up, bro. And he, he always had that fashion sense. So when I saw you pop up on IG, and um, and you first you were selling you were selling like out, out from your car and stuff, and then when I saw you get that truck, I said this motherfucker doing shit for real because this shit had like it looked like a store in a car, like in a truck. That shit was dope as fuck. And that's why I knew you were you were going somewhere with it. Um, and then I got real hyped when I saw you had that store, the storefront. Um, it, it, like that story, just from literally building yourself up from the ground up. Like you, you're 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 living that life right now. I think that's pretty dope. Trying to live that life, man. Trying to live that life, dude. Shit. I've seen people take. I like, see your ass be traveling well, everything, bro. Yeah, the biggest thing. <laughs> Yeah, the biggest thing is you turn from rags to riches. Basically, you turn someone else's trash into your own treasure. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, like 
another man's treasure. That's that is that is true, man. Like talking to these old heads, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the older folks, like you didn't realize like how much like knowledge they had. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you, you I mean, growing up, like you was like, oh man, like you don't, you know what I'm saying. Like all these old heads, like man, you don't know nothing. I mean, because we was being young and dumb. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. little did we know history was going to repeat itself, just yep. like they. But you know, what I mean. But some, you know, what I'm saying down the line somewhere, you gotta break the cycle, you know. Yeah. So, like, what, like, what I want to know is, you talking about mentors? Like, what certain type of individuals helped you to get that mindset, or did you just have to? Okay, did you get yourself in a situation? To be like, okay, I never want to be in this situation again. To get to where you are now. To get, yeah, man. It bo- yeah, I mean, really, it, it boils down to I didn't. I, I got tired of working, man. Like that nine to five. I like I, I've been in the glass business for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been thrifting for close to ten years, if not ten years. Okay. Um. So within, you know, what I'm saying like that five years, I still like, you know, what I'm saying like I had dreams. I actually, you know, like when you work for somebody else, it's kind of hard to actually put time to focus on your own dreams because you still got to work at nine to five. And then you mm. still tend to, if you got a family, you got to tend to your family. But then, mm. you know what I'm saying? You got, you got probably two to three hours at most, depending like on your relationship with your family, like to put effort into your craft, to perfect your craft. And it's like, it's hard, man. It's, it's really hard. And it's like, you have to have somebody that's 100 and actually supports you. But like, look, Go out here and do it. Like you can do it, you know. Yeah. But uh, like, they had that support system at the house because, like, your family has to support you and and what you're trying to do too. That that helps. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? If they don't support you, I mean, you, man, it's kind of hard to to even do your business because or run your business effectively yeah. because it's just trying to juggle your time, you yeah. know. And that's really the hardest part. Really, is just trying to split time between everything. Even though I work for myself, man, I'm still having trouble trying to find time to mm-hmm. do everything that I want to. You know. Yeah. So like, like, well, it's just, to me, it seems like um, like a lot of time management involved. It, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna put you out there to like the, the put your resources out you know what I'm saying and, and and like that but like we're like uh thrift stores um man like they like, hit like the goodwill or, or something oh yeah I mean I, I man look there is no right or wrong way of sourcing your stuff as long as like when it comes to vintage man like yeah because I mean you can hit yeah you got yard sales you can mm-hmm. you can hit up and the crazy thing is like within the past five years, man, like the vintage scene has blown up like crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I can go, like, let's say if I go to, to the thrift store now, like right off Hardy place, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Southern thrift. Cause I don't care, man. I mean, it's, I'm going to find it regardless. It's, it's always about timing, you know? I mean, just you gotta be at the right place at the right time. But, you can find it anywhere from like the Southern Thrift, um, Smart Thrift, but just thrifting in general, like you could just, it, it's not hard to find. Yeah. 
but it's just the, taking the time to actually travel to go find look for these items is time consuming you know what i'm saying like that's where the work comes in and okay. the knowledge mm-hmm. so like when um like like i posted like i went to um when I went to a Goodwill like a, a few years ago, I was there to actually pick up a, a drafting table so I can draw on. Mm-hmm. But I found um, it was a it was a starter pullover. It was a, um, a Tar Heels pullover, and it looked dope. Two things was wrong with it. It wasn't in my size. It was like a size medium. Mm-hmm. You see, my ass is a big husky boy. Yeah. Um, and then it, on the bottom, it had like a stain. Like it looked like it like like somebody's ink pen or a marker kind of busted in it. Yeah. So, do like if you pick up something like that, like how do you like um um recondition? Recondition. Sometimes I mean you can sometimes you can save it, sometimes you can't, man. And yeah, and that's the beauty about it. Like some people like that thrash look, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like where it's torn. I mean, like Travis Scott is doing it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's like that's where it's all coming from. Like Kanye West really is the one that the like the trendset of just like really dressing like a bum or down, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, <laughs> he, Spe- he speaking changed, of he changed speaking that whole style, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. from when we was growing up, from that from that uh fitted jeans to the to the polo with the pop collar, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Louis Vuitton Don Kanye, like, but now he he done switch his whole swag to where it's it sweats, you know what I'm saying? Comfortable. I mean, I guess that's what you get. What happens when you get old, you know what I'm saying? Where you just don't want to put on pants and button up pants no more. <laughs> Speaking of Kanye and fashion and right shoes, what, what, how do you feel about his jailhouse flops? That he's got. <laughs> I, knew he was, I knew he was going to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I personally don't own a pair, uh, but my <laughs> wife does. And, uh, she she don't really care for him. I mean, some people say they're comfortable. I, I really I don't I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like I got I got these flip flops right here. I got these in Mexico and I paid I think they got me for like twelve bucks or something. But man, I don't I don't wear much sneakers no more. Like I'm I'm trying to wear something just comfortable, man. Just slides. Like I'll I rarely dress up or Put on something fresh just to step out, you know. Ain't no Air McFlies or nothing no, going no, on. You know. No, no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> nothing crazy like that. No. Oh shit. All right. Oh, so, like, um, coming up, like, um, like from from beginning, like starting your business and to, up to now, have have there been any like specific roadblocks that kind of that you had to kind of overcome to get to where you're at? Oh, oh. Uh, Man, the struggle, the only struggle I really had when, like, first getting started, man, was, like, it's finding location, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was trying to find, like, a right location, and which I was actually looking out for the east side. And uh, that was just too far of a commute because at that same point in time when I was moving, I was actually looking to buy a house, you know? And it's crazy. God works in, in mysterious ways. Like, we found a, I'm in my new house now, but we only been moved here. Like since I opened the shop, so almost two years, we almost been here two years at this house. But I found we signed the lease to this house and the lease to the shop the same day. Oh snap! So everything like when we found this house, we found the shop. So and like my my shop is five minutes from my house, so I don't have to go far. You know what I'm saying? So that is a total blessing. But the only the only roadblock I've had so far since I started this business. Uh, my shop is just actually just the uh, COVID, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
having to be shut like we were shut down for four months, man, and like we, we the shop wasn't open, mm-hmm. and uh, we we actually had to figure out what we had to do. So it was just like actually just online sales, which I don't. We're working on a website now, which should we be ready by February? Okay, That's so and uh, what's going to be the name of it? Uh, the the website is uh, tbtnsh615.com. Okay. So spoke back Thursday, NSH for Nashville, short mm-hmm. for Nashville, abbreviated, and then 615, area code.com. But um, it was just more so, man, like having to adapt to that, man, because, I mean, we didn't think we was going to get shut down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it was just the worst case scenario. And, uh, so we had just to push everything online now with everything going on still traffic's still slow. So we're trying to figure out like promotion and just, you know what I'm saying? Running little steals. Like we'll have flash sales, 30% off or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, probably, I think little, I think around at the end of November, I ran a $10 sale, uh, where everything in my store was $10. I think right. I had over, you had a long ass line, cause man, it was. I saw that great, line. line was long it was a that. great time, man. It was. It was. It was definitely fun. And uh, for those that missed it, man, y'all probably want to be at the next one because it, it's. It'll be, it'll be a whole lot better, man. Yeah. Especially summertime coming up. So hopefully we'll be everything be back open, man. As long as everybody does what they're supposed. See to. the dope thing about that when you did that sale, um, because I, I wasn't gonna be able to, to get to it, um. But like everybody, they were still doing like the social distance thing and everything. But just you met you pretty much you had your own Black Friday deal, and it and your line was just as long as a motherfucker that went to Best Buy or yeah or got down Target or some shit. That shit was amazing, man. And the thing was, like, I didn't want to join in on that Black Friday thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I I I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, like why why have it on a Black Friday? Why can't I do it just before Black Friday, like have my own sale, like you know what I'm saying? It, it's the on a Thursday, you know. You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, but uh, we we did actually we did it on a Saturday just so uh-huh. we uh everybody could actually we we did it a week before Black Friday, mm-hmm. so it gave people a chance to actually come splurge before Black Friday. You know what I'm saying? Before oh, yeah. I hit the pocket before they actually go go splurging, but um. Man, it was crazy, dude. I didn't, I didn't expect people to be there at like six o'clock in the morning, and before, <laughs> before, before I got there, you know. So people before love I got deals, there, man. Oh, oh yeah, crazy. I mean, I love deals too, man. I'm oh, cheap yeah. as hell. Like I won't buy me a pair of new jeans at all. Like I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'll have to find that thrift store. Like That's right, I don't right. know. I just feel guilty buying things brand new. <laughs> you know what? Sweat, like you said, it's two dollars at Walmart. That's what I always say. I mean, it's it's more sustainable if you if you like buying thrift because you don't have to. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of fucking red tape when you buy new clothes because the 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 factories that are making it. Mm-hmm. There's a whole another like conversation on that. So yeah, it, it's it's cool that um that that, that you like going that route because you're showing others that there's another way. You can still be fashionable and still it'll be more cost effective. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, man, and I promise you, you'll probably look a whole lot better than you do than looking like a mannequin from the mall. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I mean, 
you go to the mall to go shop, they have everything laid out for you. So mm-hmm. you like with my stores, you won't find nothing that's the same. So what you find is is a one piece item that I have in my store that you might not find at my buddy store, Music City Vintage, or at uh, Red Rose Hype, which is a, these these the, the, the stores that I'm naming are actually some of my buddies or stores local local owned stores that's probably 10 minutes or 15 minute drive from my location so i mean we're not you know what i'm saying we're not far from each other right. so like the thing is with fashion man like when you buy designer like you can wear designer it don't mean that you got fashion you know what i'm saying like you got some kind of sense of style yeah. you know what I'm saying? that's the style comes from like how you feel that day you know mm-hmm. that's the way i see it it's like man I can I can I can dress up, put on a suit, or or put on just a t shirt, or you know, send a flannel shirt, dress like a cowboy. Like it's just how I feel that day, you know. And then just feel comfortable in it because that's how I feel that day. Yeah, I think that's how most people are are, are now too. Is like uh, how I, like back in the day, like if we were in high school, and if I saw a motherfucker wearing like like the cowboys, I would have been clowning ass. Uh, <laughs> Cause motherfucker, why ain't you wearing? Why ain't you wearing motherfucker Tim's like me? Motherfucker, you crazy. Yeah. But now, like, it's um everybody's more accepting of everybody's style, more so now <laughs> mm-hmm. than before. Everybody, everybody be dressing the way Esther's favorite song from Vin Diesel. Feel like I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a, hey. I'm a dress I feel like I do. <laughs> you wild, man. Uh, um, you get yeah the question sorry. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I have like one question. Let's just say, uh, I know your family supports you and everything. Let's just say like everything was just going downhill. What keeps you optimistic to like, to the point of okay, this is gonna work? Um, even if I have no customers, no money coming in, what what's keeping you going or keeping you grinding till this day? Man. Punching that clock, yeah. punching that clock, man. I mean, honestly, like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure a way out. I'm gonna figure the way to pay these bills, regardless. I mean, and selling dope, you know, what I'm saying that, that's out of the picture. Like, that's, I'm a family man now. Like, that's, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah, that's for the birds. Now, I'll leave that for the youngins, like that. But to me. I mean, dude, you can make money in the palm of your hands, like mm-hmm. literally. So, like you know, I mean, I make watch bands, like literally. Uh, I was just look, about to get to that. Apple watch bands, um, for instance, like two months, I wasn't making no money from the shop. You know what I'm saying? So I had extra Louis Vuitton material that I had uh, laying around, and uh, that I used for my bicycle seat, my lowrider seat, and uh, and it's authentic bag. Uh, from a 55, I think it was a 55 Bundelier bag, Louis Vuitton bag. And uh, I had a piece of that. So I just started making just extra materials I had. I started cutting those up and making wash bands. And uh, they just started selling like hotcakes. So, like, man, you just have to just find something that's going to actually make you money. I mean, it's hard to try to figure out, like, what's actually going to sell because you got to target a certain crowd, you know what I'm saying? But now everybody like certain people, everybody likes things that are 
that are either handmade or handcrafted. Mm-hmm. And especially if it comes down to designer things, you know what I'm saying? Like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, you know what I'm saying? Goyard, just stuff like that. Like people are in the, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I mean, I guess it makes you feel better when you, you can spend that kind of money, even mm-hmm. though if you don't have, if you don't have it, like, Stimmies. like, <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? It just makes you feel better to be able to, it, like, are you, if you got enough to spend, you got $200, you got a $150 watch that looks better than a $50 watch. Of course, you're going to spend that extra 100 to get a nice looking watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's, yeah. You know, and it's just one of those things like, and then, of course, it makes you feel better. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just one of, it's just one of those things. But when it comes to the hustle, man, like, I don't know, man, it's, it's just in me. I don't know. I, I got to get it. What, when there's a will, there's a way, right? If you, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, when your back's against the wall, I mean, you're going to have to fight. You know, you're not going to yeah. lay down. It just—it's just human nature. Yeah. You know. I always, hey, speaking I always, of which, bro, you um, the lowrider bike. Mm. Hey, my hey, hats off to you, cause going to go into detail on that because yeah, I yeah, seen fit. um, you had Yellow Wolf. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's actually uh, Yellow Wolf is actually uh, of course y'all know he went to Enyap. For uh, he went to the old Antioch High School. I think he might have went to the new one too for a year. But um, Ounce, uh, he good friend of mine. Uh, he also went to Antioch. He does graffiti. Uh, he did graffiti. Uh, Ounce, he wrote Ounce, but now he goes by Zilla. But uh, he's actual. He's actually uh, Yellow was tour manager now. But uh, he's the one that actually hit me up. And be like, hey man, uh, let me borrow this. Uh, you mind if I borrow your bike for uh, this video that Yellow Wolf's shooting out in Cali? Blah blah blah. I was like, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, cool. So he came by. I broke it down for him, and then we shipped it out there to Cali for his video shoot. And then uh, they shipped it back. So I got it back now. I put it back together. And uh, Yellow Wolf is actually we're actually going to. Uh, he's going to be using it again for his. Uh, it might be on the cover of his album. I'm not sure. That's what's up. But uh, man, it's just man, the lowrider bike scene is just different. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just not. It's it's more of a a cruiser than uh, and it's a, a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, riding bicycles, but we first learned to work it's on. Big, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that was our trans- man, it's big, that, big. That's that's our transportation as yeah. a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, once we once we hit like that certain age, like 16 to like adulthood, you know what I'm saying? Like we tossed away that bicycle, you know what I'm saying? And got mm-hmm. a car. So man, like every chance, today's a pretty day, man. And you know what I'm saying? It was one of those things like, man, being on a bicycle and riding on a bicycle, man, it just, man, you can't be, you can't, you cannot be sad on a bicycle, man, no matter what, like, who, who, yeah. who do you see? That's why homeless people always riding bicycles. It makes them happy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> You can't be sad on a bicycle, man. Bro, I tell you, it's impossible, bro. That, yeah. that bike, though, the the amount of detail and the love that you poured mm-hmm. into that bike, cause it's, it's it was something, bro. Cause I I remember when you had you you were posting the you were posting the pics on IG before it be, became the beauty that it is. Like it was in rough shape. Oh yeah, it was, it was it in was, rough shape. And then you like you like just hand, handcrafted that that bike. Into something like it's like it's show worthy, like like, yeah. like 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 Yellow Wolf is is using it. he's going he probably be, probably using it again, but it's that damn good. 
Yeah, you didn't want to be in any other videos. I mean, I had a, I, you know, what I'm saying I had a couple of people that that uh. You know what I'm saying? It's it's an expensive bike. I mean, I probably got fifteen hundred into my bicycle alone, like a bicycle, not a motorcycle, mm -hmm. but a bicycle. I mean, yeah. You know, and there are some expensive bikes too, but you know what I'm saying? Like, my bicycle is more of like a a show bike slash a rideable bike. Like, I want to make my bike at least rideable, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, and it's still not done, man. I actually got the I got my new frame right behind me that uh I'm gonna swap all the parts to, and it's and it's actually gonna be my show bike where it's going to be strictly for show and uh that yeah. frame the frame itself cost me like 700 to actually get it made and shipped from cali because it's actually like they bundled it and everything oh for real is it going to be like a low profile frame then or, or? oh yeah y'all want to see it like it's literally right behind me yeah, yeah. man yeah, Hell sure yeah. that's what's up yeah that man hey that people who listen to the show man like Check out uh, Drew. Hey, we'll have it on the cover art or something. We'll have yeah, it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to put it on the cover art. Oh, that looks hella good. Oh, I dude. Like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, dude, oh, that's going to be I crazy. Like that. it's, and it's an adult size bike. You know what I'm saying? A 26 inch frame. Yeah. And it's about a good, has a little tank. I like but, that. Uh, I'm going to end up, it's, it's I'm going to get it painted like, uh, I don't know what color I'm going to get it painted, but it's probably going to be. Like burnt orange, reddish, like a dark. I, I wanted like a dark color because since I'm playing with the with the golden chrome, like the thing with the bicycles, man. Just like your car, man, you, you're never satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're always gonna find something that's that could be always added on to it. You know, it's just it's just one of those things, man. It's it's a hobby, you know, and and, and once you get into it, like. It's an expensive hobby, but especially it's a fun hobby, especially if you got kids. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because you can enjoy it with it because they're riding their bike with you and shit. Exactly, and, and and you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, how many parents that you know nowadays that actually teach their kids how to fix their bike? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it it's a trade. Like, it's and it's so simple, man. I mean, dude, we need to change bike tires in like two minutes. Yeah. You know, like. I, still got my, like, I, I think I still got my old bike tool. It was like a multi-tool that my uncle had gave me like when I when I used to live in San Diego. He gave me an old bike tool. Yeah, yeah. And I still got that. I still got that. But like my well, my oldest, like my oldest, he's 18 now, but um he's he's into skateboarding. Oh yeah. And, and I used to skateboard, not doing tricks and shit, just like cruising like longboards and stuff. Right. So I had to show him how to build a bike. I mean a bike, uh, a deck. <laughs> Like use what like what trucks to use, which wheels, bearings, and just showing them how like uh, the Gotta craft the pretty much or how to, to make it your own. It's it's, right. it's it's that feeling that you get that you can't get nowhere else, man. So yeah, I totally I mean, feel where you coming from. A lot of a lot of people can't work with their hands, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's a special gift. It's funny because yeah. we're on a podcast with four guys that and for a long time all we did is work with our hands. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this is... It, yeah, we're going to plant. Yeah, well, that's I, what I'm saying, man. To. We all now, work with now. our hands. You know, it's... I mean, shit, I still got my longboard right here on the wall. Speaking of the longboards, you know, I take it out here and there, but... Oh, shoot. We need to go We need to go hit downtown over by uh, the stadium, the cruise, where it's flat one day. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, that'd hey, be dope. I, yeah, I seen some videos. Uh, well, well, I think it was like 
Well, the summertime last summer, you was you you, you were posting a, a few videos of just cruising oh, the, cruising downtown and stuff. Oh, when when they when the when they when the first shutdown. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. That man. I tell you what, bro. Hey, it's probably the best feeling I've had. Like when it was shut down, or I could actually ride my bicycle. I mean, I still you could probably still do it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. When I was down there, man, you see a lot of people on mountain bikes or road bikes just cruising, and I'm on that single speed, so I'm struggling up them hills, bro. But still, oh, I'm still champing it up that uh, oh. uh, that uh, pedestrian bridge. I mean, the first time we hit that, bro, it was a before I got the new bike parts on there. Yeah, just a regular single speed, man. I I was humping it up that hill, bro, swinging it side to side. You know, <laughs> trying to get them off. Get, get some speed. <laughs> Speaking of bicycles, man, you guys see that that Harley Davidson electric bike they got coming out? That shit looked clean. It looked like the original. Nah, I see it. Dude, hold on, it's an electric bicycle. It's electric bicycle, but it looks like the original first motorbike. But it's it, dude, that shit is clean. It's got the big white wall tires. It's got the dude. That shit is that shit is clean. My dad, my dad out. rides bicycles, and he's like, man, I want to get one, bro. Like he's like. I'm like they're 15 grand. Like, like what the <laughs> so hey, is the bike scene big in Nashville? Cause say what is the bike the bicycle scene big big out here? Nah, the bicycle scene here in Nashville. No, nah. I mean I've ran into a couple of low rider bike like uh, people that ride low rider bikes. You know what I'm saying? Like they're older. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, probably probably like five to ten years older than me. You know. Yeah. But uh, but it's not big at all, man. The bike scene, the bike scene is not big at all. It's uh, just like the lowrider scene, which you don't see it no more because yeah. the the lowrider scene died in like two thousand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right when we got out of high school, it just died for some reason. But uh, that's what I'm hoping to bring back here to Nashville. Is like man, getting seeing more people on their bikes, um, and just more styles to their bike you know what i'm saying just like how they would ride their car yeah and and maybe put their kids in a bicycle like that little fl- nice flashy bicycle you know yeah i mean 400 bucks to get your kid a nice bike and that i mean that already has some rims nice chrome parts to it i mean it's fairly cheap you know compared to like, Walmart bikes. As, as a kid like my, my like me and my, me and my brother like we used to try to um we try to make our shit sound like motorcycles and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. we would my run kids, over, run over aluminum cans, so that way the the can will climb over to the back of the frame, and then the rubber will kind of just kind of make that noise. Yeah, but now yeah, take like, the little cards, man. To... Yeah, my yeah. dad, my dad, cards, my dad, yeah. my dad told me that too. But I didn't want to bend any of my uh, my baseball or comic cards, so I went down with that. So I I would rather tear up my goddamn tire. With an aluminum can, <laughs> <laughs> it cost my cost my pop some money, but like now, like like my nephew, um, he he has a bike um, that it makes that noise already because mm-hmm. now that's the, they market that 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 shit that that we as kids used to do to make the use our imagination to make shit sound like mm-hmm. like we wanted to sound. Now it's is uh, people are paying extra for that shit now. Oh yeah, to get that done. So it's like. Customizing bike, yeah. I wish I wish the bike scene was uh, big, um, like it is, like in, like out in the west. Like, there's bike scenes are big out there. Um, I've seen 
uh, Disney Plus, um, they have the shit with Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Um, I forgot what it's called. But one of the episodes was like bicycles. And there's somewhere out in the Midwest where the bike scene is huge and people like from all walks of life bring their bikes, whether it's a low rider bike, a mountain bike, those big ass fucking bikes with those fat ass tires and shit. Yeah, Everybody goes out and they just do like a bike rally, but it's with fucking bicycles and shit. Yeah. I wish that scene was out here because that would be fucking dope. Especially big, if you go uh, downtown. It's pretty big here in Texas, man. The, like bicycle, the low rider bikes and everything like that, man. You see them all over the place around here it's, it's pretty especially down in san antonio the actual downtown area so yes yeah. you see them with big old you know what i'm the saying the, yeah the eight hangers and the and the and the freaking shocks with the hunter spoke little mini wheels and shit like yeah it's crazy yeah I mean, it's just a lot of stuff you can do to your bicycle you know what i'm saying like it, it's it's crazy like just the manufacturing that you can like just things you could just do to it, like to customize it, to make it your own personal bike, you know? Yeah. And then you'll, and the thing is like, your bike's dope enough and it looks good. There's somebody that's going to buy it, you know what I'm saying? Or offer you like trying to buy it from you. Good amount of money for it. Probably much more than you put into it. Yeah. All right. And then you make another one, you know? Yeah. And then you make another one. Yep. All right. Um, like they go, they go back to they go back to Throwback Thursday. Like what? Because uh, earlier you you said like you you go to like trade shows and 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 the the network and and check out the new trends and all that. What was, what's your favorite memory doing to like trade shows and all that? Man, favorite memory. Man, it'll probably have to be the first one. Okay. Like when it realized like I can I can turn this to an actual business, like. And it was and it was the show uh, Sneak Fest down in Memphis. Uh, my buddy hosts. Uh, they 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 throw pretty good shows, you know. And uh, but that was actually the most memorable one that I had because it made me realize like this is this my 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 trash, what my wife would call it, <laughs> um, is actually making me money, you know. Yeah. So it's like it was a big eye opener, man. Like for a business opportunity and it was like I took I took a shot at it you know and like I'm still here I'm still going so it's it's opened a lot of opportunities for me just being able to like to become not having to be able to work yeah. and work my own schedule and be able to be be a father to my kids because that was I, I had a dad growing up it was just I didn't have him around you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like he didn't he didn't take me to football games. So, you know what I'm saying? Just little yeah. things like you know what I'm saying, growing up as a kid because they were busy working because that's all they know. That's all they know. Yeah. And I, I don't I want to be trapped like that. You know what I'm saying? That's why like y'all y'all joking on me like traveling like man, that's just something that you have you have to do, man. Like you have to reward yourself every once in a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And I and we 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 try to do that, man, just so especially even if it's to get away to Atlanta for a weekend, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing, we, we, so nothing what? like proving the wife wrong. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's always a good driving force, you know? Yeah. Guess what? Wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trash my ass. So, something like that rarely happens, you know what I'm saying? So you yeah. got to take it in and soak it in as much as you can. Oh, yeah. And, um, but, yeah. 
had it had to been the first show at Sneak Fest like seven years ago that that changed my outlook and what like what got me into do what I'm doing now. Yeah, you know, it changed everything. Yeah, but man, you know, and uh, like coming up in high school, man. I mean, you you was in our, we was in our class together, right, Miss yeah. uh, Miss Smith. Yeah, Miss Smith. <laughs> man, dude, I love man, I love that lady, and I still. I, I asked uh, I asked my homegirl Rachel all the time. I was like, man, have you seen Miss Smith? Because man, she was you know what I'm saying. She was one of those teachers that uh, that I could always like if I was having trouble with my family, my parents, or whatever, dude. I was I always go to see her at first period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She'll write me a letter to go to my class in third period or whatever. But she was one of those teachers, man, like that you could actually come and talk to, like and and uh open up with you know what i'm saying and not yeah. being judged because she was a black teacher and like i mean she told man i know so much about her life that it was crazy like because we just had that kind of relationship you know yeah. i mean i mean she smoked crack like before she became a teacher like you know what i'm saying like people can change man you just you just gotta want to you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. you just gotta want better for yourself say well miss yeah. smith man you're gonna want better drugs like I didn't have that personal connection with her, but with uh, I always look back at her because um, she wasn't the teacher that made me want to do graphic design work. She was the teacher that actually made me change my work ethic. Because a lot of times with art, it's that easy class. You just want to just do the bare minimum, get on to the next one. She but saw when, that potential in you. Yeah, and she would like she would push you to do more. Even if you even if you can only do a stick figure, she would make you try to do the best fucking stick figure you can do. But I think we were kind of fortunate because we was the, the table that we sat in. We was with a creative bunch that that we everybody was. We would get inspired off each other and stuff. Um, Remember the comic book we was supposed to make, I, bruh. <laughs> and with uh, with Clay Brooks, Travis with Clay Brooks, Brooks and. Right, Oddly, the do the, the like the stuff that, that you playing when you were a kid that should never falls through like you want to, but and um I don't know you just gotta get those those good influences, man. Like like Miss Smith and it's and it's hard, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and that's the crazy thing you say that it's like man you and then uh, uh sorry, so you know what I'm saying? You uh you've been uh you've been an MLM, so you know how it is. Like mm-hmm. like. You have to be around productive people, people that's mm-hmm. gonna push you to do better. Like, you know what I'm saying? You are who you hang around. Like that is mm-hmm. true. Facts. Like it couldn't it can be more true. But mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just one of the things, man. Like we lost touch with ourselves in our childhood. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, like to I feel young. I mean, I'm forty years old. I'm about to be forty this year, but still, you know what I'm saying? I feel relatively young young. Like mm-hmm. It's because I mean my kids also like I have to keep up with them, but it's just man like I'm getting becoming more creative and like I haven't I haven't picked up a pencil and a pad to draw in a long time, which I would like to do and uh, eventually I'll do here soon, but uh, it's just you know I mean once you get older man that creativeness just dies in you you know and like mm-hmm. you just need to hang around people that does the same thing just to rekindle that fire man and like once you get once that fire gets going, man, it's hard to put out, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, I, I mean, we clearly see it, like, if if, if, if anybody, um, like, we'll let you plug your socials at the end, 
But like if just going through your IG, like I mean the create the creativity's still there. Like hell, you even doing you got custom shirts, custom hats. You know what I'm saying? This stuff that you're doing, you're not paying another motherfucker to to do the embroidery and all that. You doing that shit yourself. And yeah, all, and all that stuff. So I, it's always there. And just like you said, once the flame is lit, it's it's hard to to let it go, especially if you got the the right people around you and stuff. Yeah, dude. They made nothing. A book and made a they made an animated movie about it called The Little Prince. Actually, about losing yourself while growing up. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, seen I think it they turned into a movie too. Yeah, they what, did. What, what is that? It's called The Little Prince. The Little Prince. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty deep, man. I mean, they 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 market it as a kids movie, but if you watch, it, you're like, man, this this shit is deep. Like, kid friendly. <laughs> kid friendly? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. kid friendly. Yeah, it was made for kids. It's animated ah. like a Disney movie, but I mean, it was written from a book called The Little Prince about a guy basically, you know, who lost himself growing up. Stuff like that. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah it is on Netflix. Netflix. Right now. Yeah. 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 It's really check good. That out on Netflix? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. It's really good. I have I have a couple more questions. Go ahead. <laughs> um, one of my questions is like. Um, you've been to so many strips, thrift stores, and all that. Let's say, strip stores. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it right. Only fans. <laughs> uh, got the only fans. What's on your mind. most, what's your most prized possession oh. from like going from them stores? Like, what's your most prized possession that you'd be like, okay, I can never sell this. I can't get rid of that. You know, what uh, man. It uh, dang man, it's hard, man, because everything got surprised, like. But the thing is, people, some people, everything has a price. You know, say it's the thing like, by a true hustler right there. Everything has like, got a price. Everything, like everything, everything's for sale, man. You just have to come correct. You know, yeah. okay. like um, it, it's it's so hard to determine like what's my best piece that I've like I've got that or that I've actually found. Um, I'll tell you this. Okay, it wasn't an actual thrift. It was a. Uh, I was on a bike ride. Actually, downtown. Um, oh man, maybe it was like it, they had the uh, they had the Black Lives Matter rally um, yeah. at the Capitol, and I was and I, I didn't even know it was happening. And uh, we just we was just on our normal bike ride, um, a weekend bike ride on Saturdays, and uh, I happened to turn up the road because I saw a group of people, and I pulled up there and I rode up there and. Uh, I ran into this dude. They was like, they was talking to me about my bike. And uh it wasn't this shirt right here, but he had a Tupac shirt on that I was actually gonna wear. But um he had it on and I seen it. And now of course I was sitting there talking to him and everything. And uh right before when I left, I offered him, I was like, man, I was like, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to sell that shirt off your back, would you? Hmm. And uh he's like, no, nah. and he shot me down quick. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, man, I was like, I would just, I would just ask because you know what I'm saying. I was like, I really like that shirt, and uh, I was gonna offer you a hundred bucks. But before then, I checked my pockets to see if I, and I did. I thought I had a, I wasn't like, the lowest I was gonna offer him was fifty bucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, buy a shirt off. I mean, if I could got it for twenty bucks, damn right, I was gonna get, I was gonna spend twenty <laughs> bucks. But I didn't have that on me. All I had was a hundred on me. So. I wanted that shirt, so I told him, I was like, man, I was like, I was gonna offer you a hundred bucks. Well, his buddy jumped in and was like, he said, like, you better take that hundred dollars, bro. He's blessing you right now. 
and uh he he took the shirt off his back and gave it to me and uh i got i got a the shirt's probably worth about i would probably charge somebody like between 12 to 1500 and i paid 100 bucks mm. for it damn it was that good bro yeah yeah it's, it's a shirt, man. It's, it's one of those shirts, like the rat t like the bootleg t shirts, man. It's, yeah, like from the flea market. It's such a hot commodity in the vintage community right now. And uh, same thing with Disney t shirts, man. Like, like it's it's hard to come by. Like, it's just rare, man. And it's it's like coming across a unicorn, you yeah. know. See, man, oh, back man, in the my... day, where you would find those, you find those in the goddamn at flea market. You at the flea market, uh, they'll, they'll like these t shirts like this. They'll have an Italian collection. At, at, at Hickory Hollow Mall, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? any any bootleg any bootleg stores, really, you know, uh, down in the hood off Jefferson Street, like you you will find these t shirts back in the nineties all day long, like oh, people sitting out that trunk, you know, it's back just in Esther's things. closet with with his VHSs of Land Before Time, you'll find them <laughs> back there, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's got it's got it it's got it all back there, bro. It's, Dude, I swear to God, my mom got some old vintage shirts that don't fit my fat ass no more, though. Man, back, hey, from, back from the 90s. I'm going to have to check hey, that out. Hey, check it out, man. I'll, I'll spend some money with you, bro. For real. Right. I, either that or, uh, me, are you down in Texas? Yeah. What part? Uh, San Antonio. Texas. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to take a trip down there. I, I'll definitely uh come down that way because uh I need to go visit my buddy, too. He, uh, he, he's been passed away, but still, like, I haven't been to the grave since, you know what I'm saying, like, since he passed, but he lived down that way. But uh like I'm always trying to travel like to go pick, man. Like new cities is always my thing. Like if yeah. I'm in that city, like I'm I'm hitting a thrift store or I'm hitting a flea market. Like like every every time I'm in Dallas, I hit Traders Village, you know what I'm saying? Or Fort Worth, I hit Traders Village. Like oh yeah. man, just and hey, just hey, get at Esther's, man. He travels down here probably like once a year, man. He's, it's yeah, his second um, home. Yeah that's, oh, yeah, that's another thing I was going to ask you about. You're traveling and you say you go from city to city checking different stores. And I uh, I know that you travel countries too. So have you traveled a country and and checked out their stores that of something that you had to bring back to the States to sell? Yeah, um, man, like, no, like, Okay, I went to Puerto Rico. I, I went to Puerto Rico, and uh, I found a vintage store out there. Uh, it was it's called Backdoor Vintage. Mm -hmm. Cool dude, like, um, and I like I met him. I, I didn't know it was actually like he had, he actually had a a page on Instagram, and I followed him. And uh, I hit him up like, "Hey man, I got a, I've got I got some stuff. I'm coming to town, and uh, I just figured it's like see if you'll be interested or not." And uh, we got in the we got in the town and everything, and I went to go link up with him. And uh, it's a fairly small shop, but it's effective and like nice and neat, man. Clean, you know what I'm saying? It ain't everything's not cluttered. Like that's the only thing I don't like. But when you go to like some like I don't like everything that's all cluttered, man. Like everything has to be easy to source through, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, because I mean that's what you're paying extra for, you know what I'm saying? Like we mm -hmm. we do it for you. So, but I went there. That was the only vintage shop that I've been to that's out of the country, um, but I came I came back with uh, some personal stuff for myself, you know. Okay. It was, but nothing nothing crazy. It was just to support his shop, and then you know, what I'm saying just building a, a relationship, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. It's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just like when you go to somebody's new house, you know what I'm saying? You bring a little gift, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, I can't I came to his spot, so I figured I'm gonna go ahead and bring him some stuff and and then purchase some stuff, spend some of that money he spent with me back to his shop because so yeah, like networking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's the only thing, like that's the only but hopefully I uh I get to travel a bit more out of the country, man. I got my passport. Now, okay, so, congratulations. Yeah, man. It, it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? I was on probation for uh 10 years and uh mm. you know for two. And uh it's just finally I just took the opportunity to, you know what, I don't have my passport. Let me go ahead and get it before something crazy happens. Mm-hmm. Because probation I got ain't never fun, bro. That's huh? probation ain't never fun, bro. No. You get harassed <laughs> by the cops left and right. Like, <laughs> And like, oh, you on probation? Let's see. Let's mess with you some here for a minute. You know what I'm saying? That's but but growth is a great thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if mm-hmm. you're not going, man, like you're you're slowly dying inside. Like mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, man. Like being stagnant is not cool. You know, just being there. You go. Like who who likes being staring at the same like being in an office spot? You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to do something different. You know, I, and I'm not knocking the people that that enjoys their job working in a cubicle because I mean that could be their day away from you know what I'm saying it, different folks different strokes bro that's why I'm dreading going back into the goddamn office because I I, I I me I, I hate that COVID's happening but COVID has been a goddamn blessing because like it, it that's true man like either and that's the thing man like I learned so much with COVID bro like when COVID hit like I found I found a little bit more of myself and yeah. like what like what I could do that I didn't know that I could do. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm-hmm. and or or going back to being like doing things like from my childhood, like building my bicycle. You know, and just it's just just things like that. I mean, either COVID is going, you either going to learn from COVID or it's just going to break you, and then you're going just going to stay in the same spot, just soaking. And who wants to be who wants to be down and out? Like you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want to be in that position. Yeah, but no. you that. you got you got to fight, man. I mean, if you're not gonna fight, just I don't know why you're here, you know? Yeah. Just to be real. I mean, it's, you just got to live, man. I mean, do something for yourself that's actually meaningful to you, that you you appreciate. That's, 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 that's wisdom right there, dog. Yeah. it's a good spot to end uh, I had another question, but we we passed our time, man. We passed the time, oh, man. Time flying, cuz. <laughs> hey, we have. I had fun. Hey, this is. I like this hey. one. <laughs> hey, I ain't even lie, dude. I was just spectating all y'all, boy. Y'all just talking like y'all on the porch, dog. No, <laughs> <laughs> like on the porch. <laughs> For real, just on the front porch, man. All right, I mean, right. that's, sometimes. Hey, and we're 40 hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on a milk crate? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, how often do you have, you know what I'm saying, how often do you actually have, like, you actually hang out and actually have good conversation with, you know what I'm saying, people that you ain't seen in a while. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, or even just individuals, you know what I'm saying, that actually have mm-hmm. good conversation. like, mm-hmm. And that's where podcasts grew from, you know, and that's why people enjoy that's, listening to yeah. it because they like listening to people sitting down and having conversations like real people. So you you know, know what I'm saying? Not, I'm a not attached I'm to their phones or fucking, you know, like in New York, people walking everywhere like this, not talking to nobody, being dicks yeah. to everybody. You know so me, I'm, I'm a lazy motherfucker because like, the only way I keep up with folk, like even with people that we went to school with, 
it's through Facebook or, yeah. or Instagram. <laughs> and I check how you doing. I hit a like. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but actually, like, cause we haven't we haven't seen each other. It's been years. Man, you know it's mean? been a long time, long bro. Time. I a decade, probably. Probably. Cause no, like, I don't even I don't even do like like for me like what's the point of even doing a goddamn high school reunion? Cause I see everybody every goddamn day. You know man, I mean? yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, man, I, I didn't I never, even graduate. I didn't even graduate high school, so am I? Am I even invited to the uh, reunion? I, you know, at this <laughs> point, it, it shouldn't even matter anymore. Because <laughs> you know, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind going back seeing some of the teachers said that. Uh, seeing some of the teachers from high school that said uh, I wouldn't amount to shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, look the, where I'm I like. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the guidance council we had was a joke, bro. Man, you you talking about soul breaking? Miss Petway was a good, a great. Like Miss Petway was awesome, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny yeah. y'all bring up like school reunions. So like, how's the last two years school reunions gonna work? They're gonna do Zoom calls for those, like even <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like what is like what a hundred a hundred man Zoom call? Yeah, yeah. Like here's a 2019 to 20 school reunion on Zoom just to bring it all back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have everybody wearing masks on a Zoom call and shit, but <laughs> but man, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see some people from the school, but you know what I'm saying? Some people I really wouldn't care to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just I was like the way high school is though, you know. It's just you know what I'm saying, I just rather leave it where it is, you know. See me and my wife, we, we we talked about this like um um just like 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 she always tell me like don't don't you remember so and so from from Antioch? I said, there's only like four or five people I remember. Andrew's one of them. You know what I mean? This is, it's just, it's only certain for me, because I only went to that school for like one year because I had just moved back from California. Yeah. So, yeah. like, there's only a handful of people that made that impression on me that I remember them and, and I'll, I'll keep up with them and stuff. And, like, like just like I said before, like, Andrew is one of these people. Well, I um, appreciate, I appreciate I made some kind of impression. Like, yeah. that means something. <laughs> But I, uh, we we can go ahead and wrap it up. Um, so I, if if it, if anybody wants to follow you and see what you're up to and and also uh, check out your store, like where where did where do they have to go? Um, I'm sorry, uh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you can go. Uh, you can follow me on IG at uh Drewski underscore TG2S. That's my personal page, which um. I post on there occasionally, like, I mean, just posting my work or something, you know, Yeah. or just, just something positive, maybe, you know, it's just, just my life in general. But, uh, the shop is, a uh, throwback Thursday, CC, the letter CC, not S E E S E E, but the letter CC, uh, throwback Thursday, CC on IG. Um, other than that, man, that's it. That's the only platform that we have that we use really. I mean, also Facebook, you can find us on Facebook at Throwback Thursday CC also. Word. Uh, and then we're also we're working on launching our website, hopefully be uh ready by February. Uh, we get that to launch that. So be on the lookout for that, man. I'm telling you, um, you guys will not be disappointed if you go uh, follow this fool, bro. He has he has some stuff. He he's he's a craftsman. Uh he got some stuff on there, especially like the watch bands. Um the, what uh I thought it was like keychains. It's, yeah, hell yeah. Watch bands, watch bands, money clips, um, wallets, 
wallets, um, man, lighter keychains, lighter sleeves, big, small. Um, you do COVID masks? Do, I have not made a COVID mask yet. That I mean, my buddy, the thing is, like, I, I was, uh, my buddy, my buddy makes them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he makes them, and he was selling the hell out of them damn things. Like, it, it was crazy, though. Like, yeah. it was 500, 600 for just a Louis Vuitton COVID face mask. You know, shit. The people will pay that price, man. It's just you just got to find. You know what I'm saying? You just got to find that right person. Wow, I gotta holler at my wife. She knows how to sew. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. (laughs) It's a get the worst. It's definitely a lucrative business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's and it's easy. You know, it's the learning process and just getting everything down is just the hardest thing. It's like, man, and honestly, I learned it. I learned it myself just by just going at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how much money I've lost by cutting up material, like authentic material just to learn, you know? So it's just, it's just one of those things, man. Like you should got to learn by like doing it yourself because some people are scared to teach you, man, because you're taking money out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. Like, and the same thing with the thrifting thing too. Not a lot of the people is not going to teach you, like what to look for because they could be looking for the same shit. And like, you know, it's just one of those that's, things. That's, that's kind of why how I had phrased that question the way I did. Cause I wasn't sure how you were feeling on that. Cause I didn't want to like take, take away from your business. So. Oh yeah. No, man, trust me, bro. Like there's competitors all over Nashville, dude. And so yeah. I have to, and sometimes like the, the great thing about having a business is that people come to me where if they want to sell something, they bring me a whole bunch of clothes and like, just drop it off and be like, hey man, like you want to go through something kind of like Plato's closet. Yeah. But more definitely more hip, man. We're he definitely got players closet instead of yeah. Plato's <laughs> closet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just one of those things, man. Like people are scared to teach you what they learn because they're scared you're gonna take food out of their mouth. Oh yeah. For Especially some right now, true, you know? but you know what I'm saying? Like, you just gotta know who you teach. You know, yeah. some people just you just can't teach everybody because I mean they could just easily run off and go do their own thing, which I would that, not. You know what I'm saying? That just, lady with the one lotto ticket, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, what about a kickback, cuz? You know, like, what? like shit. <laughs> you know? All right, but yeah, uh, man, uh, I, I enjoyed it, man, uh, hanging out with y'all. I, I appreciate you coming through, cuz. Because we, we planned to have you with last year, but then COVID hit and it just changed it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So once we once we, like like I was saying, we had to figure out the logistics of this. And once we got this shit down, um, it's, it's way convenient for everybody and shit. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Definitely. What uh, what you got, sir? Uh, y'all ready to start off with the last regards? Yeah, that's it. We can uh, wrap this shit up. Hey, uh, uh, squares. Um. Go ahead, go ahead and start us off with a, with a wrap up. All right, guys. Today we, uh, my last regards, are going to start talking about uh, some sad news. Um, we found out that Larry King passed away, the real father of podcasting. Uh, yeah. You know, without that guy, I don't think podcasting would be a thing. If you really think about it, you know, more I've reflected back on it after I heard, you know, he passed away this morning. Um, he made interviewing an art for him for 40, 50 years, you know, he might've been weird. He might've been old, all (laughs) up in your face, you know, and all that, but 
Is it a shout out or are you dissing <laughs> No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's a sad day because, I mean, we lost, they lost really a podcasting radio legend, you know. Yeah. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to Larry King and everything that he's helped create and start, you know. And um, I've got to give a shout out to my boy Q. Q. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I saw the Dallas Cowboys got to keep their offensive coordinator for another losing season next year. So, <laughs> shout out to my boy Q. Uh, you, you guys, of course, can find us all on the Unintelligent Graduates on all platforms. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Brandon Sailor One, or just Brandon Sailor at TikTok. Uh, if you want to, if you want some laughs, um, you, we got a Patreon. We just started. If you guys want to check that out we, we started that at the literally the beginning of the year so so uh that's all i got uh what you guys got all right um yeah like what script said um you can follow us on instagram facebook youtube at the unintelligent graduates um on twitter at the unintel grads um you can follow me on instagram and twitter at black J. And uh, just again, thank you guys for for tuning in, listening to us, because there's a whole lot of other podcasts you guys could be listening to, but you guys are choosing us. So Salamat for uh, for choosing us uh, to put us on your playlist. Um, but that's all I got. Uh, like they said, thank you to all our listeners, subscribers, and make sure you share our show and like what Black and Scrib said. You can follow us at the Unintelligence Graduates on Instagram, Facebook. Um, YouTube, the Unintel grads on Twitter, and um, I'm not gonna give you the quote, but I want to give a I want to give a shout out to uh, well, um, condolences for Hank Aaron, one of yeah. the uh, home run leaders. Uh, I didn't know he was like he was leading it before Barry Bonds beat it. Um, yeah. Jackie Robinson, he started it, and basically Hank Aaron took it to another level. But um, like I said before, I'm not gonna give you a quote. I want Drew, I guess, to give y'all a quote, give y'all an inspiration. And um, also just know you're a graduate if you're trying to top yourself every day. And yeah, you might say we're unintelligent, but never forget this is our show. So Drew, go ahead, lead us out and go ahead, give us a nice quote to our listeners. And what kind of quote y'all want? Positive quote? It don't matter, cuz whatever you feeling like. Man. What is a good one? Never look down on someone unless you're helping them up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're we're all equal. Like, I'm just because I got a story, I'm not bearing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all started from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Some just work harder than others. Mm-hmm. Instead of hating on them, ask them questions like, how did you get here? How, how'd you do this to get to where you are now? Like, I mean, that's all it takes, man. Like, it's just, instead of hating on the next man, man, just ask questions. He might help you out. Just, yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of those things, like, you never know unless you try, you know? And try is short for triumph. So. I like that. We all started that's coming real. out between two legs. Like that. That's, real talk. You know that's real talk. That's real talk. Hey, uh, that's 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 a strong quote right there, man. No, I don't right. agree. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that's it. Strong words, boy. That's strong right there. So, uh, we're the unintelligent graduates, and we out.
Peace. Peace. Peace.